Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God. And I am Pastor Vince Haney from Rhema Word of Faith, the Word Church. Again, welcome to another exciting episode. We've been speaking on the subject of righteousness and how God declares us righteous when we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. When we get born again, when we get saved, the spirit of righteousness just covers us. The scripture says we're, we're, we're covered in a robe of righteousness. And it goes back to say how Abraham was justified through his faith. He was declared righteous just because he said, okay, God, you're right. <laughs> that's it. I mean, and that's kind yes, of God. the last show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all we have to do. We think that there's some kind of mystical thing. There's some kind of hardworking thing. Yes, all Lord. All we have to do is say, Lord, you're right. You're, a- you're my child. You're right. I agree with you 100%. There's a song we sing, and I say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord, amen. That's all you're saying, Lord, I agree. I agree right. with what you said. Because Romans says, God's not a man that he shall lie. Let God be true and every man do a lie. One thing is impossible for God to do is lie. So if God says you're righteous or if he says you're the head and not the tail, the above and not the beneath, just agree. You're right. You're right. Don't say, well, that's I don't feel like do but, but a lot of people, see, we're so emotional and that's why i say we walk by faith not by things perceived by the senses we want to feel righteous remember creflo dollar he said but i don't feel righteous the lord says it's not about a feeling you you, you can't get no righteous than than jesus <laughs> this is it he who knew no sin was made sin for you that you may become the righteousness of god you receive that you're right lord yes okay well i'm righteous that's it and we get everything else from god by just saying yes and amen to the promises. And he's given us a whole book of promises. Yeah, he says, I, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Say, I agree. I agree. That, now, yes. and, and, now, here's the other deal. I a lot of people you. don't know, understand that death and life is in the power of the tongue. By your words, you'll be justified. By your words, you'll be condemned. That's uh, Matthew chapter 12, verse 35. So you got to, again, verbalize, vocalize with your mouth. You're right. Yes. So you got to speak now because we're on a word planet. This word, this world, this planet is governed by words. It says in Hebrews that by faith we believe that God formed the word, world by the word. And he's upholding everything by his word. Remember, his word does not return void, but it accomplished what it sent out to. It endures forever. So we just have to agree with his word. Right. See, when God That's said, it. let there be light, there wasn't any question but that there was going to be There it light. is. And so everything God says is so. We just read it last time. That he gives life to the dead and he calls those things that be not as though they were. You're right, Lord. Okay, I'm righteous. Whatever you say, I'm the head and not the tail. You're right. I agree with that. And I speak in line with that. That's my daily conversation. He says, I will supply all your needs. You say, I believe you. That's it. And now I, I start, I, I renew my mind to that. So I think about the promises of God. I meditate on his promises day and night, which is a, a spiritual experience. Because meditating on God's word transforms what we believe if you start thinking on what he said all the time just like a love letter you're in prison somewhere on a deserted island you got a love letter you're gonna think about what they said in that letter constantly well this book 
this Bible, this the Father's handbook, this manual is our love letter, God's love letter to us. And he said, I want you to meditate on it day and night. Think about what I said and agree with it. And, and, and when the enemy come with a thought that's contrary to this, erase it and replace it with what I said. Right. He wants to come and tell you something that's not true. Uh-uh. He said, cast it down, delete it, and replace it back with what I said. And that's how you get the victory as a Christian. And that's how the word becomes flesh in your life. It's going to manifest as you start to meditate on it and release it out your mouth. Because words are spiritual seed. You got to believe yes, but say yes. You know, <laughs> you know what's amazing? And, and as you're talking there, I don't know why it came to me, but almost every good speaker who talks about how we can develop ourselves says you need to speak it. So, like, if you have a goal, you, know. you need to say it. You need to say it out loud. You need to say it out loud more than once. And so all of them know how that principle works. They know the principle of speaking, how it brings things to be. And yet too often Christians act as if we don't believe that. Well, you know what? Our Lord and Savior, Jesus, applied the same principle. He just kept on saying it was written. But he said what was written too. Right. Remember? And it came to whatever you say, that's what you're going to get in your life. Because we're on a word planet again. And I tell people, I, use, I like to do stuff with simplicity. That's how you learn your favorite song, your favorite TV theme song. You've heard it over and over, and then you start singing along with it. 20 years go by, you haven't heard that song, but let it come on. You will say it word for word. because It's in you now. It's in your spirit. It's in your subconscious. And you can regurgitate it. That's why Jesus could say, it is written. He took time to study what was written about him. He knew what was written about him. That's why he can say, when he went in there... In, in Luke chapter 4, he read, he opened up the, the tablet, and he said, the Spirit of the Lord, he read from Isaiah, the book of Isaiah. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to set loose the captives. And then he, he, he summed it up by saying, this scripture is fulfilled today in your hearing. He was talking about himself. Right. He said, the scripture it's is fulfilled. Me. It's me. He, he said, he was talking, it's written about me. I received that. He said, yes, amen, I agree with that. So now I'm going to start my ministry. I agree. God revealed it to him. And God's revealing some stuff to us in his word, too. And all we have to do is say yes and amen to it. That's it. It's really simple. We make Christianity or having a relationship with God hard. It's really simple. It's yes and amen. Yeah, I just, I agree with everything. Richard, here's another simple example. When you get married, you and your wife, you know, you can have a whole big ceremony. Or you can break it down and just go to, to the, uh, the justice of the peace. Two things that literally make you married. You and w- your wife exchange these simple vows. I do. That, that that's, that's makes it legal right there. And you got to say it. You got to verbalize it. You just can't write it down and don't ever. No, you got it because he's going to say, do you, Richard Hoy, take this woman to be your lawfully led wife? If you don't say nothing, if you don't open your mouth, yeah, it's I not a done deal. I was, no, we don't care about how much you're thinking it. We want you to open your mouth and verbalize it. Right, you have to say you, it. You got to say it. Every wedding I've ever done, the you guy know, or the girl had to say it. Because we're on a word planet. This whole earth is governed by words. Remember John 1.1? 1, 1, in the beginning was the word. The word became flesh and dwelled among us. We're still, we're, death and life is in the power of the tongue. If you wouldn't have never said yes, you wouldn't be right here. You showed up. You had the suit on. You thought it, but you didn't verbalize it. You got to say what you believe. The Bible says what the heart one believes, what the mouth 
confession is made. Well, you got to say it. About, we know what a man believes by what he says. There's it is. I mean, what what's in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. That's why you got to say, I do. If you really love this woman with all your heart, he say, say it. But the I mean, reverend say, all, say it. In all of our life. Right. You can tell what somebody really thinks by what they the say. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Right. It's the principle. God set it up that way. Whatever you believe in abundance in your spirit, yo, it's going to come out of your mouth. I tell people all the time. I can tell by what you believe by your conversation, what you're talking about. And Paul said this, my speech and my preaching are not with enticing words or human wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and the power that your fate will not be in the wisdom of man, but the power of God. I declare that too. I talk kingdom talk. And when I say that, I just speak in line with what God said. But see, this is why James talks so much about, about the, tongue. the power of the tongue. Yeah. That, that it, that it can set a fire. It can set a, <laughs> set a fire. fire. It's a small thing. He says the smallest member of the body, but it, it'll, it'll create something big. That's how wars are started, by words. Well, I mean. He said, she said. That's how, right. I mean, that's how fights are started in households. In countries, nations, word. The United States says something bad what? about Putin. He mad, uh, uh, now we got this whole thing. And, P, and, you know, you see this in households all the time. The guy says something. Wife can't just go with that. She got to say something back. Then he got to say something back. Next thing you know, we got a full-blown knockdown drag him out. you got a 15-rounder going, and when it's all over, nobody can even remember how it got started. Mm -hmm. But that's how, again, we got to get back to the Bible and get a revelation of the power of words. And in our ministry, Raymond Word of Faith, 574 East 12th Street, Chico, California, we teach these principles. We do, and and they're elementary. These are elementary principles. I mean, it it is. This is It's elementary. (laughs) Who hasn't? said something that the words were no sooner out of their mouth than they wished they'd never said it. You know what? And the scripture says this. If you, and I'm learning this, too, because I'm a student forever, too. I'm always learning spiritual things. He said, if you have a bad thought, it says this in Proverbs, put your hand over your mouth. Meaning, if you have a bad thought, because thoughts are things. Whatever you think, you're probably going to verbalize it. But he said, if you have a bad thought, put your hand over your mouth. Meaning, don't release it. Right. Because if you release it, it's a spiritual seed. Something's about to take place now. Like you say stuff like this. My feet are killing me. One for bad luck. I have no luck at all. You keep and people that d- declare or verbalize this. They say this more than once. And, and repetition. That's how you learn. You keep saying it. And you just say it subconsciously now. <laughs> and demonic forces are picking that stuff up. Because we're on a word planet. And they're bringing it to pass. Just like when we say God's word. Angels. Are picking it up the word of God because the scripture said in Hebrews, angels are ministering spirits to those who have inherited salvation. And angels watch over he's he watches over his word and returns it. But angels hearken unto the voice of the word of God. I mean, angels are on assignment, and everybody have angels. If you're a Christian, you got angels, and, and Satan's got some angels too. So they're waiting on your words to come out your mouth. That's why Jesus, the scripture said after that, the angels came to minister to him. Well, they was already ministering to him because they was he, when he was saying it was written, the angels had to go on assignment and do what they had to do. And we don't understand that. Again, that's elementary, knowing that when you're a Christian, you got angels assigned to you. Those who keep you protected when you should have been dead in that rollover. Yeah, those, those, God, he's given his angels charge over you and they keep you in all your ways. And in your pathway, there's life and there is no death. That's the word of God. I declare that over me, my wife, my children and the members of our congregation. And then basically, no weapon that's formed against us to prosper. Because I don't understand the assignment of angels. There's God's, they're CEAs, covenant enforcing agents. 
Yeah, they're covenant enforcing a CEAs. That's what they are. Rich, Rich is over here laughing. But they're CEAs. Covenant, because we have a covenant. They're enforcing the covenant and they're agents for, for heaven. So they watch over us and, and, and they hearken into the voice of the word of God. So when we're releasing the word of God of our mouth, which is spiritual seed, angels are picking it up. Okay, he said this. He's not a stranger to this covenant. He's, he's calling money coming now, increase coming. He's declaring that God supplies all his need. Let's start bringing it to him. Because he if, knows. He's a child of the king. Right. And if you don't think that words have power, you can see this with parents and their kids. If you have a son or a daughter, just start telling them, you know what? You're really good at math. Mm -hmm. You know what? You're really good at math. And I can almost guarantee you that sooner or later they're going to be a lot better at math than they started when you weren't telling them. But you st by the same token, you tell them, you know what? You're never going to get this. Math just isn't your thing. You're, just, you're probably never going to be good at math. You know what's probably going to happen? They're never going to be any good at it. Well, Richard, we, we, we talked about it on this broadcast, and we, we go back to the Samaritan with Jesus. He declared out of his mouth, you don't have to come to my house, Jesus, to heal my servant. Just speak the word only. He said, because I'm a man under authority, of authority. I know how words work. I can say to this one, do this one, this one, do that, and I can be laying down. I can be have my eyes closed, and these words, when I declare something, it's a done data. So Jesus, you just speak the word. And Jesus was like, man, I ain't never seen no faith like this. This cat really believed. Jesus said, man, you go on your way, man. This is a done deal. The dude said, boom. And he, you know, he get back to the house and uh, they came out and say, Joe Blow, man, he healed. He, what time was that? And he, yeah, that was about time me and Jesus had this conversation. But that's the power of words. Again, we got to get back to it. And, I'll, and again, we got to say it Start. We're going to stay on the subject of righteousness. We got to continue to declare that we're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I declare that all the time, especially when the enemy trying to bombard me with a lie because he's the father of lies. Oh, and, and I got to say who he, I am. And don't ever think that he gives up. Oh, never. You know, Trump I never mean, gives up. Right. He's persistent. He, so you got to be even more diligent, the scripture says, to make your call and election sure. The Bible says, submit to God, resist the devil and they'll flee for you. How I, you submit to him? And, submit and to his word. Of, part of the verses that you're talking about when the angels came to minister to Jesus, right then it says that the devil left to await a better time. But he's coming back. Right? Yeah. That's what he does with us. So yeah. we speak. Another opportune the time. Lord, the Lord says, thus saith the Lord, it is written, whatever it is that we say, and he finally leaves. For a minute. He's going to come he, back. All right. He, he doesn't say, well, you know what? They know too much scripture. I'm going to leave them alone. Well, you know, if he no, didn't he leave Jesus back. alone, he ain't going to leave you alone. Right. Because his back. job is to, Jesus said his job is to kill, steal, and destroy. Been and then it, it says he roams around seeking whom he may devour. Then you say you got to resist him, it says, in the faith. Well, resist him in the faith. I need to resist him with the word of God. I got to say what's written and stand on what's written and let what's written take over my thought life and get down in my spirit to come into my subconscious and, and be renewed in the spirit of my mind and, and just speak in line. Now, I don't got to go around quoting scriptures all day, but I can still speak in line with the word of God. I can declare no weapon that's formed. I'm blessed. Nothing shall by any means harm me. He's given an angel's charge over me. What he says that over nothing shall by any means harm you. You can just declare that. Nothing. Get thee behind me, Satan. You, you can say that. <laughs> it don't, a little word is it, worth a lot. What they say, an ounce of prevention. With a pound of cure. <laughs> yeah. That's the word of God, man. You can use that. You don't need a lot of word. I tell people, you know, st stand on whatever. If you have faith 
or the word of God is the size of a mustard seed, nothing shall be impossible for you. You, We got to get back to God, man. What we're talking about with this nation, we got to get back to God and God and his word are one. If we do that, you know what? We'll advance the kingdom because God's desire is that his kingdom would invade earth. We came out of heaven originally. That's why, you know, we desire to get back there. That's where we were birthed. That's the creation factory in heaven. And God wants to just fill the earth with heaven. And he wants to use these United States of America. He wants to use his people. But we got to start releasing that spiritual seed. We need to. That's why he says honor those who are in authority. He didn't say speak bad about them. How many people speaking, releasing wicked words over leadership? He says, no, you use James says, how do you with the same mouth bless the Lord and then curse somebody made in the similitude of man? You know, and, and how do you do that? It's interesting you say <laughs> that because most people, when they think of that, they think of like a relative or something. No, he's talking about it's any okay a human to vilify politicians. Most people think it's okay to say bad stuff all the time about politicians you have not so learned christ i'm gonna say that because it is written right still written but i mean how easy it is to think that politicians don't count when you read that scripture it's not talking about politicians you can that's what you're supposed to do with them is vilify if you're on the opposite god created them them too they're humans they're people god so loved the world he loves politicians but i mean people think well if you're on the opposite side of them politically you don't have any well, I was just thinking what you Any just said. Ab- why you have I was to. thinking about what you just said about a child. If you speak positive affirmations to them, they'll become that. Why don't we do this for political leaders too? Well, because pr- no, will, will the same principle work? That's all I'm asking. Right. But I will mean, the formula still work? I mean, though, see, because they're on the opposite side politically, we think that doesn't count. But the, will the formula work? Pray no. for those that despitefully use you, unless they're on the opposite political party. No, unless that's why Jesus said, "Bless you don't like." No, bless them, pray for them. Again, that's what we should be doing, especially Christians. This broadcast is designed to ignite your faith on fire. Basically, to have you not just be a hearer only of the word, deceiving yourself, but be a doer. He said, because when you do it, you'll be blessed in what you do. So that means, like, you didn't vote for the president. You would never vote for the president. You still pray for the president. I'm going to do that. You don't like your boss. You think your boss is a loser. But I'm going to pray for him. You still pray for your boss. Now, that's called spiritual. You think your husband's a pain in the neck, but you're still going to pray for But him. that's called spiritual maturity. That's what Jesus did. He commanded us, bless those that persecute you. Pray for those who spitefully use you. He didn't say run them down with your tongue. I, Neither did no, no time he did he say that. those that spitefully use you unless they're your boss. He didn't say or that. unless they're a politician or unless you know it's what? somebody Again, else. Again, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven and heal the land. God so, wants our land so to be where healed, is but He's supposed to start. In, if in, my people, yeah, the church, people, the church folk. Where all this is supposed to, yeah. Start. See, there's no reason to suspect that unChristians are going to pray for those that despitefully use you. There's no reason to suspect that people who aren't Christians are going to to love their enemies. That's just what they're going to do naturally. It's God's people who are able to do those things. Because we set the standard. We're the apple of his well, eye. through the power of the Holy we're Spirit. We're the chosen that, ones. That, that's able to ha- that we're able to do it. Uh-oh, speaking of the Holy Spirit, back to the book. Y'all saying we ain't using those scriptures. Back to Romans chapter 5. Look what he says this. And then he said this after we concluded with Abraham, he, uh, 420. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully convinced that what God had promised... God was able to perform, and therefore it was accounted to him, Abraham, for righteousness. 
Now, it was not written for his sake alone, but also for us. Now, I'm going to drop down to Romans chapter 5, verse 3, verse 1. He says, therefore, having been justified or declared righteous by faith, we, God's people, have peace with God. That's shalom. See, it's not just Abraham. No, that, that's us. So, we got peace. We got shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we also have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Verse 3, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. Oh, that's what God's people do. We glory in tribulations knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Now, hope does not disappoint. Because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit that was given to us. I said all that just to say this. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in his people's hearts by the Holy Spirit that was given to us. See, so we can love. We can love anybody. Well, and that's how we can glorify Holy Spirit. That's it. Holy Spirit's in us. The love of God. See, I, 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 I picture a big picture of love. Being poured out in my heart by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is just being poured out in us, which was given to us. But see, see, when I hear that, what he's saying there is, in the natural, we don't glory in tribulation. We can only do that through the power of the Holy Spirit. In the natural, we don't love our enemies. We can only do that through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the in purpose the natural, of the Holy Spirit, to do what you can't do. Right. In the natural, <laughs> we can't pray for those that despitefully use us. It's only through the, the Holy Spirit. That's right. In the natural, we can't forgive people who have done us wrong more than once. It's only through the power of the Spirit. So that whole thing is that all these things that God calls us to do, he doesn't call us to do on our own. He calls us, he's going to perform. Remember, it's, it's a gift from God. And back, First John said, as he is, so are we. Talking about Jesus. Remember what Jesus said? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he's anointed me to do what he's called me to do. Well, he called us to... To be gap standers, to be intercessors, to be loved. Well, to be... What we also have to agree with God is that the Spirit of the Lord is upon us. It is. I declare it all the time concerning me. You know how many Christians, I think, live their life as if they don't really believe that. They, you be, they remember live their life what we said earlier. Yes and amen. Whatever you said, yeah, we Lord. Disagree with him. We That's it. We agree with God. We just agree with God. He says that. We say, I agree with you. Amen. You're that's right. That's faith. I agree. You said it. I don't understand it. Can't rationalize it, but I agree. I can't reason it the out. The spirit of the Lord's upon me. I agree with you. I agree. Yes and amen. And I'm gonna sp- I'm gonna act like it, and I'm gonna grow in that knowledge, and I'm gonna feed my faith on more God's word, which is gonna just grow that up and, and, and confirm what He said. And that's what the word do. You got to keep eating. It's like a plant. You can't just give the plant water once when you bring it home and pot it. You got to keep nurturing the plant and it grows well the scripture says in thessalonians that your faith may grow exceedingly god wants your faith to be on fire and grow he wants you to be to grow up into the head just like jesus jesus's faith was on fire and that's the way we're he's our role model scripture says follow the footsteps of jesus he's our example and that's why i tell people if i seem a little radical it's because I'm following the footsteps of Jesus. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of me. That's it. See, 
So we're radical. Our why faith's on it, why fire. Why is it that so many Christians just can't grasp that concept? Yes. And again, I was referencing 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. It says, and since we have the same spirit of faith, that's the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead that dwells inside us, according to what is written. Uh-oh. I believe, therefore I spoke. We also believe, therefore we speak. Now I'm going to take it back to verse 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. So God's power resides in the inside of us. So therefore we can boldly declare this. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. As he is, so am I. So we can declare these things. Again, all we're doing is agreeing with the word of God. Scripture says you have an anointing which is from God. So we have what God says we have. We can do what God says we can do. And we are who God says we are. And I like to even go so far and say we are where God says we are. And he said in Ephesians that he's made us sit together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So that's that's our position. And I say yes and amen right. to that See, too. We just agree. It we is. We just agree with God. That's what faith is. Says, I agree. Yes, God, you're right. You're right, God. Abraham. You're going to have a baby. I know you're 100 years old. Sarah's womb's dead. You're going to have a baby, Abraham. Yes. Okay, Lord. I believe you. And guess what? Abraham started going around telling people. You know he had to tell people, man, me and Sarah having a baby. Y'all know that, right? We're going to be giving birth. And and guess what the naysayers probably were saying? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. They laughing at Abraham. <laughs> yeah, whatever, That's Abraham. A That's a good one, Abraham. But uh, we're out of time, but we're definitely not out of faith. We want to remind you as you go through this week, keep walking by faith. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you would consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us again next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.